Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. One of the biggest comedies of the 2000s and being being popular enough to get a sequel a decade later, uh, which seems to be a little bit of a trend when it comes to popular comedies around this time. Another example of that is Zoolander, it getting a, a, a sequel like a decade later. So yeah, I don't know why it seems to be the case, but it happens a lot with these. Uh, a lot of people know uh, know this movie from memes. A lot of people weren't alive when this movie came out, which are adults now, which is kind of scary. But <laughs> yeah, if, if, even if you haven't seen this movie, you most likely have seen the memes from it. This movie is memed to death, in my opinion. A lot of people know the lines... Well, that escalated quickly. And why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? Like, that's two of the most popular lines from this movie. I mean, there's plenty of, plenty of others, too. So, yeah. <laughs> Especially from Brick. Uh, it's, it's also another film that solidified Will Ferrell as a leaning man in comedy. Will Ferrell was involved in a lot of the huge comedies of the 2000s, which are a lot of people's favorite era of comedy and i can see why it it can be pretty funny it's not mine it's pretty close but it's not mine i think the 80s edges it out for me i like a lot of 80s comedies so yeah but i I could totally see it and you know what i gotta give him props he is a huge part of it for being so funny this movie also has a lot of actors that were also famous for comedies in this decade. The cast includes, obviously, Will Ferrell, Steve Carell, Paul Rudd, Christina Applegate, David Kocher, Chris Parnell, Ben Stiller, Fred Willard, Seth Rogen, Fred Armisen, Luke Wilson, Danny Trejo, Catherine Hahn, Vince Vaughn, and Adam McKay. A lot of characters are very cameo-based. Most of the movie centers around the five main characters that are you know, a part of the news team. My favorite performances of this movie are Steve Carell and Paul Rudd. I just found them the funniest, to be perfectly honest. I mean, Steve Carell is breaking this movie. is just fucking hilarious. His comedic timing is just great. And, you know, I just found their jokes overall funnier than everyone else. I don't mind Will Ferrell. He can be a little hit, hit and miss with me. Um, I do like his initial hot run streak of comedies. Uh, like, you know... Anchorman, Step Brothers, uh, I mean, Talladega Nights, that's, that's another pretty good one. I understand Elf is also a really popular one. It's not my favorite movie, but it is a, I'll give him credit, it, it, it fit, he perfectly fit the role. So it is. It, it was an instant Christmas classic. So yeah, he had a huge big run there. So I got to give him props, but I just found Paul Rudd and Steve Carell funnier in this movie. But that's more personal. Uh, now, I like most comedies. Uh, that that have this kind of, you know, shtick. <laughs> but a lot of those jokes have aged. But in defense of this movie, that is kind of the point. The movie takes place in the 70s, and it tackles men and women in the workplace and how they're working towards women being allowed in higher positions and just overall more respect in the workplace. That's That's kind of the point of this movie. Times change, and you learn how to deal with them. That's kind of the lesson of the movie. If you get mad at a joke in this movie, let me say this. Times change, and different things were acceptable in 2004. So don't get mad over something pointless like that. I don't understand why people get mad at movies that came out over two decades ago. What people do, it's stupid, but whatever. I That was offensive. How could you say that? Well, it wasn't offensive in 2004. Okay? Just move the fuck on. Uh, There are plenty of jokes 
I don't really like. Doesn't mean I'm offended by it. I may just, I may just not like them. But most of the time, we'll just move on. You know, if it's something offensive. Just because it's offensive doesn't mean it's a bad joke. You know, offensive things can be funny. It happens all the time. I think if you watch a lot of stand-up or watch a lot of comedies, I think you'll learn that. But, you know, sometimes someone can tell an offensive joke, and it's not funny. But someone else tells a, a joke about the same topic, but it's funny because they knew how to use the topic properly. You know, it all depends. And you, you can't police every single one of those jokes because then you'll never get that joke that is funny about that topic because someone else told a stupid joke about that topic. Know what I mean? I think that's best, my, the best way of explaining it. Anyway, this movie is really ridiculous and very much in the same vein as Will Ferrell's other movies. If you aren't a big fan of the overtop randomness, then you probably won't find this movie very funny. I can be very hit or miss, like I've said with the style in terms of Will Ferrell, but I did laugh more than not laugh, so mission successful. There were a couple times I was just like, eh, but overall, I still laugh pretty hard. I will say not all the random jokes are funny. I think my favorite joke of this movie is Baxter, Ron's dog. He can speak English and Spanish, and their scenes together are hilarious. And when Baxter saves them for the bears, it's just the dumbest, funniest scene. And I liked Jack Black's cameo in this movie as the biker guy that just fucking chucks his dog off a bridge. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, fuck you, and just fucking throws his dog. Uh, the dog survives. So if you're like, oh my god, he killed the dog. No, no, the dog lived. Okay, relax. This movie was almost John Wick, but it wasn't. Um, but yeah, it's really fucking funny. It's, it's some, sometimes randomness like that can be fucking hilarious. Other times it can get really astray from what it's doing and then it doesn't work anymore. And then it gets too random for there to be a coherent plot or anything like that. But this one teeters just along the line well enough where it's still, you know, it still works. So overall, I give this movie a seven out of 10. It's a good comedy. If you haven't already seen the Anchorman movies, perhaps you should at least check out the first one. I, I don't remember the second one very well, so I can't recommend both of them at this current moment. I'll probably watch it soon and then tell you if I recommend the second one as well. But yeah, watch it. Uh, for the people, <laughs> there's, there's people that listen to this podcast that weren't born uh, before 2004, which is a little scary, but watch it. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you didn't, I reviewed a bunch of other movies, TV shows, and anime, so if you can check that out, it's highly appreciated. Also, you should drop a follow on whatever app is streaming through. That way you get a notification when I post a review. So thank you, and I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend.